and welcome to Real Actors, Real Answers, the podcast where actors, actresses, scriptwriters, casting directors, directors, producers, performers, and people like you and me get real. Today I would like to discuss environments. Environments are key to becoming a successful actor and getting paid for what you love to do. What am I talking about? Where are you at right now? Are you driving? Are you at home? Are you at work? Are you on a movie set, taking a break, listening to my podcast? Wherever it is, number one, thank you so much for listening. Number two, I want you to consciously, because that's what acting is all about, what we do consciously, what we think about, the choices we make, not living willy-nilly in our subconscious, allowing the wheels just to turn us anywhere we want to go. I want you to look around and examine your environment. For example, when I was doing theater, I love theater, when I was doing theater, one after the other, one after the other before COVID, I had to look at my environment as a set was being built, as the props were being handed to me, and I was being directed to handle and to properly hold or conduct business with props. I had to be conscious of everything around me, thinking constantly, why is this character doing this? How can I do it better? Just asking myself multitudes of questions along with talking to the director because I wanted it accurate. I wanted an accurate portrayal of the character I was playing. So, what environment, I'm asking you right now, putting you on the pan, <laughs> what environment are you in right now? Look around. What is the temperature? What is your level of comfort or discomfort? What are you thinking? Because environments create and mold and shape us as actors and, of course, characters. The more you know about yourself and how your environments affect you and change you, the more accurate you'll be able to play a character. Does that make sense? I remember when I moved to New York City. I love New York City. And if you haven't been there, I suggest you you take a trip. It's um, unlike anything on the planet. And I've been to quite a few places. And it began to mold me mold my subconscious as my conscious mind took in the various things, the skyscrapers, the, the central park and the smaller parks, the people of various ethnic, ethnicities, different languages that I couldn't understand but I was fascinated by, the pace, the, um, the intelligence, and yes, the kindness of people willing to help you. It's amazing. So I was there. And I adapted to the environment, taking it all in. When I came back to Michigan, I sort of had to, no, I did. I had to repatriatize myself. What does that mean? Repatriatize means to, like for example, when a, a soldier is over in Iraq or something and they come back to the US after so long of a time over overseas. They 
their their emotions, their psyche is so deeply affected that they have to readjust, readjust to their own patriotism, readjust to their own familiar environment, okay, where they spent most of their lives. And I'm telling you, <laughs> if you ever heard of Gulliver's Travels, Gulliver's Travels uh, quickly is a satire about government and how this sailor, he landed, crash landed on an island of miniature people. I mean, tiny, tiny, tiny people. And they tied ropes around him and because they were afraid when he fell asleep on the beach and he woke up with these tiny little people around him and he was tied to the ground, okay? It's a very interesting story. And that's how I felt when I came back to Michigan. <laughs> I got off the train. I looked around. Yes, I was familiar mentally with my surroundings because I grew up there. But there were no skyscrapers. There was these tiny little houses. Because for months and months and months, I was used to walking the streets of New York City, auditioning and connecting with people every single day, 10, 12, 15 hours a day with little sleep. And I had some success there. And, and whatever you're used to is what I'm saying. Whatever you're used to, that's what you gravitate to. Your environment molds you and you don't even realize it. Now my question to you is, are you happy and content with your environment? Because I'm telling you what, right now, at this time, in this moment, it is shaping you to what you are becoming. Geographically, where are you at? Mentally, emotionally, relationship, where are you at in your environment? Environments go deeper than just geographical. Environments go into your psyche and your belief system or your BS. It goes into your actions, your cadence, your energy. Everything that you do is your environment. Even internally, your faith or how you react to fear. Your physical environment inside your body. How you take care of your body or don't take care of your body. How you exercise. Where you exercise. At home or in a gym. Where do you go to exercise? Do you do Pilates? Do you do um, aerobics? Do you just go for a walk? A daily walk is tremendously beneficial to both your psyche, your emotions, and your physicality. It produces clarity. I'm speaking from personal experience. So the biggest thing, the biggest gift that God ever gave you is what we call free will. And you're never a victim of your own free will. <laughs> Some people like when I say that. It's fascinating to them. As a coach, I, I teach that. Some people don't like it because it's too much in your face. Either way, you have a choice of your environment. So today, I want you to look around at your physical environment your geographical environment, the way you take care of your body, your spirit, your mind, what are you studying, what should you be studying, what should you not be looking at. Being an actor, as you know already, requires extreme conscious sensitivity to the world around you, to people around you, depending on where you're at, 
in your life. There's a movie called The Revenant. I think it was um, produced, filmed in 2015. It has Leonardo DiCaprio. It is quite <laughs> an amazing movie. In fact, in a re in a interview, Leonardo said he wouldn't do it again because it was too much. But I re highly recommend it. It was about how he, as an actor, had to connect with the character's environment. It was a true story. And it was out in the wilderness. I'll put it that way. Take a look at a trailer on YouTube concerning this, The Revenant. And take a look at an interview that um, he had concerning the, the movie and how he had to adapt to such severe climate and circumstances. It made him a better man and a better communicator, but he had to go in extreme difficulty in order to do it. So I'm asking you again today to check out your environment. What does your financial environment look like? It's based upon your choices. I always use the, the whole thing about Starbucks as a jumping off point. You ever pass a Starbucks? Follow me on this. You ever pass a Starbucks and you see this line that just goes out almost to the street? And people are buying, well, their latte, their coffee, their scones, their donuts, whatever they want. And they're wasting gas, okay? To me, anyway, they're wasting gas. They spend, I don't know, three, five, ten dollars on coffee and they give their bucks Starbucks and they're a star for a moment or two, okay? What happens in the long run to their financial profile? Couldn't they be saving that same money with a little discipline to move to another state, another country, to buy that uh, voiceover equipment for their voiceover um, career? I teach uh, artists, I teach actors how to do voiceovers. Um, I coach them rather and just to let you know a side note if you are a voiceover actor I'd be happy to help you produce more quality in your career and develop contacts valuable contacts anyway we're back to the environment <laughs> your environment makes you who you are there is a book out there called As a Man Thinks, and I highly recommend it. It's an easy read, it's short, but it's powerful. One of the quotes in there from the author is this, we don't attract what we want, we attract what we are. We don't attract what we want, we attract what we are. So who are you? In my coaching, I teach acting is actually the power of self-discovery because the more you know yourself, the more you can relate to your environment, to your outside world, to characters. The more you can understand human nature and all its foibles and all its vulnerabilities, strengths and weaknesses and craziness sometimes. So, again, I know I'm just, just beating it into you, but it's so important that you realize and consciously take in your environment today. Every environment that you're in, you act in a certain way. Isn't that right? You act one way at home, act another way with 
someone else, like at a party or something or a restaurant, and you act another way on set or on stage or at an audition. We are highly, highly, believe it or not, we are highly in, influenced by our surroundings. It's called conformity. So, I, I challenge you today to choose your environment, choose your conformity, what you'll, what you'll agree with, what you won't agree with, because I'll tell you what, you only get one shot, as Eminem sang. <laughs> you only get one chance in life. Let's narrow the field. You only get today, 24 hours. Benjamin Franklin said, everyone is wealthy in one way. We all have 24 hours to do as we please. And you are doing what you pleased. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing it. I'm going to leave you with that. And I want you to think about that today. If you want to become a great actor and get paid for what you love to do, check your environment. If it's not what you want, change it. Remember, change is not a chance. It's a choice. Actors make ch conscious choices. Okay. If you need coaching, if you would like to be have your free 45-minute consultation uh, with me, feel free to contact me at davidthompsoncoaching.co, davidthompsoncoaching.co. I'd be more than happy to talk with you, and we'll see what we can agree upon, what your goals are, what your dream is, and I will help you get there step by step. I have coached and continue to coach hundreds of actors and actresses and script writers to get where they want to be from where they're at. And it's a step-by-step -step process. I use the Thompson approach, which is a hands-on acting technique that I've developed over a 30-year period. I am also an active actor because I firmly believe with all my heart and soul that if you're going to teach something, you better be practicing it every day. You better be going to, for, for example, auditions every day, being in films as much as possible, along with coaching. You have to keep updated. It's no different than if you're a surgeon. Keep updated <laughs> with the current events and current progress of that field. DavidThompsonCoaching.co, DavidThompsonCoaching.co. I look forward to hearing from you. Share this podcast and thank you so very much for taking the time to listen and to learn. And I really do hope that you learn something from this. Tell me what you've learned. I love to hear it. God bless. Enjoy today. It's a gift. Unwrap it carefully. <laughs>